Yo, this is V, aka Vernon English. Let me do this while I'm thinking about it before I go off and wander off into meander land. But this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast. If anybody was wondering, I have to speak up just because people were saying, like, hey, yo, 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 yo. Speak up, man. I wanted to hear what you were actually saying. So hit the subscribe button. Let everyone know. Like, hey, this dude, he actually talks about some pretty random shit. He's like a nerd or whatever. But, yo, he's not a tree hugger or anything. And uh, his podcast is actually pretty funny in a a witty, dry, like, weird way. (laughs) So, oh, and also uh, for anyone, uh, I also have Discord, Twitter, and uh, many other different platforms if they're interested in catching uh, just what I'm doing and uh, I'll have some uh, other NFTs and stuff like that so yeah 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 back to it yes there's there's a lot of stuff happening in the world and obviously all indicative of influencing uh, my work I talk about this just because oftentimes I can be spacey and or I, I definitely love sativas (laughs) <laughs> they always uh, put that extra oomph in anything that I have in, as far as a day. But we're not going to get into the argument or the debate of weed. Uh, <laughs> it, it's definitely a, a good thing uh, for a creative to, you know, just get a sense of rhythmic uh, pattern, but not a routine when it comes to creating something and or having an idea about something and you create that by I often say a flow and people misconstrued that word and obviously people will give their own interpretation of it and for me you know it you know what I'm saying and I always talk about you know dipping into this well and of creativity and going back to it so that it's more easily accessible the more you go away and the more that you etch away at it and you can see it it's just like a muscle and I can see it with the people I love when they whip out stuff and they like I'm like dang like usually people go to you know school for the things naturally um, others have and even if you're going about it, you just make time for it and you prioritize it. And as a creative, uh, prioritizing your creativity is just a mindset. <laughs> it all starts there first. And it's not so much a project versus something that you're serious about in that you're just framing the rest of your life around it. And I think that's a very important thing where people are always looking at side things or looking at uh, their serious art the same way. And that there's no detriment, there's no, you know, shots fired for that. I'm saying when I look into, you know, my family members and how I tell them like, yo, like make that your business. <laughs> like anything that you felt like you were having fun with and you made $10 with that, Um, definitely you know do that thing again and continue to do that and save you know all that money from that and then one day you you know you you'll have something and you you have a business 
the energy you know that we put towards something obviously comes back and it always uh, I guess people see that with the, the effort that you use and you utilize if they're looking into you vicariously as an artist uh, they're definitely looking into this perspective and you have to think about it from that perspective kind of first when you're thinking about your audience you know what I'm saying like if you're thinking of this or I'm going to release it to this person or I'm definitely going to release it to these people and they're going to love this and these people meaning as in like oh well, they're my fans <laughs> you know and, and not to get into stereotypical labeling when it comes to a demographic of you know a genre you definitely want to aim towards you know science fiction you definitely want to aim towards you know, someone that will understand your work and your reasoning for choosing what it is that you're presenting as, a, you know, a self-representation of yourself. Now, obviously, art is a very multifaceted thing. And so to describe something cannot necessarily be the same thing, you know, juxtapose next to one another. And the meaning, and I'll give an example, is writing for a book is quite different than writing for music <laughs> intrinsically you know and not even to mince words and say oh wow i definitely broke a thesaurus no the thesaurus website but um <laughs> if you look at you know the subject matters it all breaks down into you know a framework and a creative can definitely you know go to multi platforms and and write music and then write books and then do you know short stories and then do something else yes but th it takes this mindfulness and tender you know respect for each craft and you know you take the time you, it only takes a few moments to understand what it is that you want as a subject or it may take longer but Generally, what you want to give yourself that time, and I always do that. It's a trial and error, and I have done so for so long. Like naturally, you know, what I'm saying vibing with what I like, and then understanding how you know the rest of the world understood what what it was that I was doing, and you know, from my family members and other things like this in the past, uh, there was a miscommunication. And it looked like, you know, I was just messing around or just doing random stuff. But I was, you know, learning how to create as a creator. You know what I'm saying? After, you know, self-proclaiming it was one thing. But <laughs> to get to the point where I could be like, yo, this is my business. I, I'm a self-independent business owner, you know. It, it took some, some, some draw. And I suppose around 2020, um, that thing that happened, you know what I'm saying, uh, to do so and to actually, you know, just begin the filing and begin, you know, the process of uh, what it was that I wanted to own. And after you do that, you know, as a writer, you know, you file your copyright and obviously you've gone through the proper sources and revenues. Uh, to do that, you got your know, editor and you know a publishing house and this, this, that, and your third. That that's all well and dandy, but for anyone who wants to self-publish, you obviously go through that avenue too. It just takes 
you know, this mindfulness and to remove yourself from all these different situations and understand how important it is that you're taking the time to understand that this is a process or a journey. And, you know, instead of getting caught into this whatever and, and pointing yourself at the next thing or the next thing and the next thing, uh, generally writers or thinkers uh, take retrospect retrospective time or, or, or take a retrospect or a retrospective time period, if that, that makes sense, to look at, you know, saying what they have witnessed, what has happened to them, and then reframing it so that it makes sense as a story. You know, people tell stories in their songs, people tell stories in their books, and it, it really is a beautiful thing that I see you know, I really comment on it and I, I verse it and say it in different ways so that people will understand that. So I was thinking of this book that I was working on, which is the fifth book. And I, obviously I, I go and I talk about the characters and how life influences my work or how whatever it is that I'm watching is influenced it as well. In many instances, cartoons, movies, comic books, pop culture, and things like this. But I was thinking, I was like, yo, there's this point where I wanted to get into, you know, different things of nature versus nurture that are very important. That are very, you know, uh, telling of the times. And, you know, it, it gets down to a, a very scaled down version. And I wanted to, I had like two or three different scenarios that I wanted to talk about. And one dealing with, you know, this juxtaposed light and dark part of uh, this culture and city uh, that was created. And different points, you know, like there's so many different things that I, I could go and comment on. And I always wanted to keep it lighthearted but then too on to show the serious side of it and so like i was just <laughs> you know seeing movies seeing how crazy they're they are and i was like nah i i kind of want to just you know keep it to the comedic fashion a little bit uh just for you know a vein in the moment and then i'll go back to my obscure stories and go back to you know something fanzical and whimsical that usually adults don't expect and usually I find that these stories that are refashioned um, have been made from you know fairy tales that were very serious uh, as fuck and so I'm like alright well <laughs> I'm not gonna make a super snuff film but I definitely wanted to make it super like real to people and uh, the scenario that I had was just, you know, people having this, you know, public discourse and discussion. And it was a really um, telling thing of a pendulum. You know, now if anyone knows what a pendulum is, it's just this uh, basic, like, tool and or like a metronome or something that measures and it's a kinetic device that, you know, you hit one side and then it goes through all of it and then uh, that energy is transferred and it hits the other and back and forth. And seemingly, you know, it never ends um, until you do it again. 
And for me, you know, it's the prime example of, you know, a kid depicting something as, you know, cause and effect. And to, you know, someone who has forgotten the memories, as these characters I have in my, my pieces, they're really, you know, having this conversation as if they are big kids. But very honestly, you know, very, you know, real in a very serious fashion, weighing their options of, you know, doing something or not. And and I really, 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 really have to take time with this to make it make sense, you know, but make it fun and make sense. And, you know, make it almost in, in, in a comedic fashion, but then to, you know, like I say, very serious and understanding and this undertone of, you know, a cause and effect. If they do this, then that happens. If this happens, then that happens type of deal. And they're just publicly weighing their options. And, you know, at least coming into this investigative conclusion as to why they forgot their memories, but nobody comes into a definitive you know answer but really 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 understanding and and then it comes to uh the sense of uh what has been done to them you know and then like this guy is like saying this or that and and others are like wait well how can we confirm this or how can we you know like nobody else has anything written down no no pictures or anything um to say this and I was just like having this imaginary conversation of someone else saying that, you know, like basically on a racial standpoint, saying that this person and everyone else like this person will do this said thing. And so they have to do the thing that they would do back to them. And it's a very, you know, very, I guess, serious tone, like I said, but the way that everyone is dressed, the way that the architecture of this uh, set setting, I wanted to change it um, quite possibly from the city into another like subset or um, a, an individual, I guess, uh, what would you even call this? Not a municipal, but <laughs> something separate from like the city, but still included in it. And the reasoning why this public discourse was happening this way uh, was because they all had their own sense of style and own sense of swag, but it was a, a diverse part of it. And that's why they were talking about people who were different than their obviously difference. And uh, I, I thought that was another funny uh, undertone to put in there. So, yeah, I was just, just thinking about this completely random. And, uh, you know, it, it pretty much goes into this, once again, nature versus nurture type of deal. And why would anyone in any way, shape, or form want to repeat anything uh, done to them, understanding uh, how much of a karmic uh, thing that is? And to continue something, you know what I'm saying, like on a pendulum, uh, how to stop a pendulum, um, to ask these, you know, philosophical questions, I pretty much, you know, put them into my stories, but this is the only instance of me mentioning them. Um, if I was to speak to anybody on their TED talk or anything, I'd be talking about, <laughs> obviously, like the business of art or, you know, having an artist feel comfortable sharing something and how it, it, it goes into a psychological thing of doing so and not feeling like there's an imposter type situation. 
and uh, actually owning what it is that they do, but then working at your craft. So that, that's just a little bit uh, in understanding and picking my brain and understanding what I've been working on. And yes, I know I said understanding, but understanding what I've been understanding to working on, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes, yeah. Smoke sativa 15 times a day and, and tell me if you can complete sentences. But um, I, I really enjoy this podcast. Uh, Shouts out to anyone who listens. Uh, you can find it on Spotify, you can find it on Apple Music. Find it on multi-platforms. I'll start posting the links a little bit more often. But, yeah, I'll verse this one and talk about some more movies and, you know, Hollywood films that I really vibed on. Uh, and I'll actually watch them. So, yeah. Thanks for listening. Shouts out. Shouts out to all the podcasters in L.A. And uh, peace, peace.